Thank you so much. Okay, nice to see you guys. I'm excited about this series. Um, you know, let your yes be yes. Um, this is something that I think all of us can relate to and appreciate for you know one reason or another, and we're going to really get into some some good stuff. Before that, we'll do some icebreakers. I'll give you an overview of sort of what the agenda is like, and I hope that you will share so much during it. So I just like to bow our heads together uh, and just set the intention. So Lord, we ask you to help us set our eyes on you. May our commitment and integrity be unwavering. Help us with self-management and diligence as we praise and worship you in life. Amen. All right, so the agenda, we've got some icebreakers. We're going to talk about let your yes be yes. We're going to talk about integrity and how that affects it, commitments and barriers. We're going to talk about burnout, which is a very, very hot topic right now, right? So we're in this sort of um, era of, you know, taking on too much, right? Busy, 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 not having margin. So we'll touch base on that. And then there's going to be breakout, call to action, and you guys will break out in small groups uh, and discuss some key points. How does that sound? Good. All right. So with the icebreakers, I'm going to ask you all, you don't have to go in order, but everyone to just say their name and to share something about themselves. These are three possible questions you, can, you might want to answer if you, you know, all around commitment. Um, if you had to commit to eating one food every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? If you could commit to learning any new skill or hobby this year, what would that be? And would you rather commit to always telling the truth no matter what. So someone asks you an awkward question, you know, how does this, how does this shirt make me look or whatever it is, you tell the truth no matter what, or never making a promise you can't keep. So those are your three icebreakers on commitment, um, just as a light, fun way for us to introduce ourselves and get, you know, our feet wet with this topic. So who wants to go first? Do you want us to answer all the Any one of them. Oh, well, if you want to answer all three, no problem, but at least one. Are you ready to go, Ilar? Uh, you want to think a minute? Should we give everyone like a 30 seconds to think? No, that's not fun. To ask. Okay, Alex. Oh my God. <laughs> you just said it's not fun to ask. <laughs> so those are the three. Oh, you guys can't see them. What happened? Oh, yeah, it turned off. Can we? You know, I spent time picking the color, guys. I really want you to see them. I even put little clip art, so I hope you can see the slides. Sorry, I thought you were looking at them behind me the whole time. So you guys don't see them. Okay, so that was, would you rather commit to always telling the truth no matter what, or never making a promise you can't keep? That was the third one. Second one was, if you could... Okay, and tell the group your name. Alex, and he would prefer to, I know, never um, make a promise you can't keep. All right, who's next? No pressure, he just voluntold you, right? <laughs> so that, then you should go, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can both go. All right, who's going to go first? <laughs> sure, and what was your name? Fedi, can you guys, no, no. Are, are we, do we have a chance of getting these back up? Thank you so much. I saw it when you were talking, right? It was up. Okay, so sorry, you were Fedi? Group, this is Fedi, and the questions were, if you, sorry, it's easier if you guys have them on the screen. If you had to commit to eating one food every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? If you had to commit to learning a new skill over the next year, what would it be? And if you had, would you commit to always telling the truth no matter what? 
or never making a promise you can't keep? You can answer any one of those. What's the food? Which one? Oatmeal. Really? All right. Very boring. Yeah, okay, but you like, that's cool. I know, that's true. That's true. That's true. And? My name is Peter. I think. I think. The skill I'll probably choose. Learning a new language. Learning a new language, right on. Um, who's next? We ideally want to hear from everyone, so the faster we can roll this through, we can get to the talk. Who's next? I can pull a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I will take the one where not making a promise where I can't Not making a promise you can't keep, like, like Alex. Awesome. Next. Why don't we Want to just go in order? Okay. I didn't want people to feel pressured, but yeah, let's go that way. Soup? Yeah. Any type. Do you have a favorite? Yeah, okay. That's it. Okay, Abuna, just to catch you up, the icebreaker is everyone's going to answer one of these questions. If you had to commit to eating, because it's about commitment and, you know, one food every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Or if you could commit to learning a new skill or hobby, what would it be? And would you rather commit to always telling the truth no matter what or making a promise you can't keep? So if I then just finished with soup and you didn't get to go, do you want to go? Uh, skip for now. Oh, sure. Fast for now. Sure. Do you want to go ahead? And I would choose the pizza for food for life because we can always change the pizza. I like it. Nice. You guys are so conscientious. See, everyone here was like, so it can be good during Siam. When I was asked this question, I was shameless. I was like, what I know. My mom's what I know. I guess you could make Siam. You, you can. You can. It doesn't hit the same though, right? Yeah, do you want to? All right. Thank you, Emmanuel. That was awesome. And next time. Sorry, what was the name? Mirna. Every salad, every salad, awesome. And what kind of salad? Any, any salad? Thank you for sharing. Um, who is next? Telling the truth no matter what, scuba diving and ice cream, yeah? Cool, thank you for sharing. Uh, and I think we have you next. Chicken, chicken wings, yeah, that's cool. My brother so is- So you still answer the three questions? No, or anyone, anyone, yeah. You can answer three, but I was saying, but at least one. Um, my brother lives in Louisiana right now, but when he lived here, he used to go to this wing place, I don't know if you know it, Peter, uh, called All Stars, and I guess there was something where like they would ring a bell, if someone, you had to sign a waiver, if you got like these really, really spicy wings. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Next, I think. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. So there's two fatties and two Peters, right? Fatty and Fatty and Peter and Peter. All right. And hi. Same, same, uh, very cool. And Abuna? Uh, I don't think I can commit to one type of food because I know 
that I'm not gonna be able to commit to it. <laughs> oh. Exactly, because I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get bored, I'm bored, fed up with. So you're not say, you're choosing to not say yes because you know you can't commit. I know I cannot commit. Okay. Right. All right. For so, sure. so then, what about the others? A new skill? Would you commit to learning a new skill or hobby this year, or would you rather commit to? always telling the truth no matter what abuna answering that honestly no matter what or oh. <laughs> did you guys hear in the back <laughs> okay so always telling the truth no matter what or never making a promise you can't keep uh, 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 I, I think always telling the truth. Always telling the truth, no matter what. Is, 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 no matter what. And I would like to learn a, a new hobby or a new skill. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I heard. I heard language, scuba diving. Those are very nice. Uh, uh, maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, I'd like what I would like to, but I know it might, might be challenging. Is to commit to regularly kind of exercising. Yes, Abuna. Yes, <laughs> yes. I text him all the time. I'm I like eight a.m. Extreme, Abuna. <laughs> I'm excited. So now that I know, try. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you guys for sharing. So the idea is when we do these icebreakers, not only is it kind of a nice segue into the topic, but it helps us all kind of relax, right? You know each other. You feel connected. You're more likely to be engaged and to open up during the session. Um, my name is Sandra. Uh, I am on day. 211 of my streak on Duolingo where it's three to five minutes a day of a new language I've been learning Spanish um, and it really is a free app how are you and it only takes three minutes you go through like a little lesson every day and I'm actually building on it but unfortunately everyone I know that's Spanish speaking I think like hides now because I'll run up to them with like whatever random phrase right like I'm like open the, the window por favor and they're like there's no window so God it's sad <laughs> Um, so anyway, um, that might be something for those of you that said language, check out Duolingo. So I'm really disappointed you guys can't see, but maybe I'll hold them like this. I apologize. No, that's okay. It's just not happening? Oh, it's just not happening. Okay. Let your yes be yes. All right. So basically this is in Matthew 5:37, and your no be no, whatever is more than these is of the evil one. Do you ever have a friend that's very non-committal? Does anyone have a friend where you're like, you know, hey, do you want to go? And they're like, maybe I got to see, I got to know, I'm not sure, right? Yeah, a few hints, right? So, I mean, that can be frustrating, right? So a lot of times we want, you know, yes and commitment, you know, or no. Uh, and so we're going to talk about sort of why that matters, especially as Christians. So we're going to talk about integrity of your word. So what is integrity? If you had to explain it to me in simple terms, what does it mean to have integrity? Wait, sorry, were you putting your hand up? No. Yeah. Sorry, can you talk louder? There's just this fan that's right here. It's hard to hear. Oh my gosh. You know what I love is I usually have the slides up. That's exactly this picture. Integrity is doing um, the right thing even when no one's watching. So exactly right. Um, you know, speaking truthfully, keeping your promises. And this is linked to consistency and trustworthiness, right? So these kind of all go together. So, you know, really remembering that, you know, we, we as especially as, you know, young disciples, right? We want to have integrity. We want everything we do to be with integrity. So the benefits, stronger relationships right? Trust and credibility. You become a credible source. You become trusted. It's also a testament of your faith. So do you guys know anybody that's converted? 
Is anybody here just with a show of hands? Do you happen to know someone that's converted into the faith? Yeah, right? And a lot of times, I'll bet you if I ask you, did someone go and preach? You know, you'll say, no. They had a friend, right? They had a friend or they saw someone by example, right? I've heard so many of these beautiful stories where they'll say, you know, I was a student and, you know, this person was always, you know, so gracious with everyone, you know, would drop off the homework when I was sick. Or I don't know if you guys want to share anything about the people you know how they converted, but I think it's a common theme, right? That they, they, they saw this integrity, this peace, this, this godliness that's otherworldly, right? So you're a walking testament of your faith, even without you know, saying anything. And also it's living your best life. So something that we say um, in, uh, in the fitness industry a lot, when you're, you know, people are sweating and they still have to do four more burpees, you know, we'll always say, you know, push through because how you do something is how you do, does anybody know the end to that? Everything. How you do something is how you do everything. Um, does anyone know what that means? No? I'll elaborate. So there is a Bible verse in Luke 16:10 that says, he that is faithful, which is little, is also faithful in much. He that is unjust in the least is unjust also in the much. So the idea is, you know, the person who is diligent in their, whatever they've committed to is likely diligent in other areas, right? So you talk to someone who says, you know, I study hard, you know, for example, I'm really committed to that. And you ask them, well, what else are you committed to? What else matters? And they're probably diligent there, right? If you meet someone that's lackadaisical and non-committal, they're likely like that in a lot of areas, right? So the idea is there's, you know, a common theme a lot of the times. So when we really decide that we want to have integrity or we want to have consistency, then, you know, you really want to go. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so how you do something is how you do everything. Does that make sense? What do you guys think about that? Think it's true? Not true? Chat with me. Absolutely true? Yeah? What do you guys think? Yeah? Yeah? So, and this is why it really is important to come right down to the core, right? Of how is me, how, are, how am I as a person, right? Because then you're going to be diligent with everything. Um, which also leads us to another really, really nice verse, you know, about do everything as if you're doing it unto the Lord, right? Like, you know, we're not expected to have, you know, if Abuna says, Sandra, can you tidy this? And I'm like, okay, Abuna, right? Like, you know, that's not really what he was asking, right? If I'm doing it for Abuna, I'm doing it for God, you know, you'll, you'll be diligent. And the idea is we want to take that everywhere. So commitment examples, and I'm really disappointed you don't have the slide, but I'll tell you what it says. So I was showing you my example. Can you guys see me? I'm smiling behind a quilt. Okay, so I committed to a sewing class. Sewing. Okay, the girl who can't like thread the needle on a button decided to go and sign up for eight weeks sewing class. And at first I loved it. I was like, look at me with my sewing machine, you know, and we made this pillowcase like and I could pill up and I'd pedal, you know, and I was like, this is amazing. And then I even have this shirt. It's actually a workout shirt, but it says, can you sew? Question mark. And there's a needle and thread and it goes, cause I'm ripped. Get it? Can you sew? Because you guys are supposed to laugh harder. Hold on. It says, can you sew because I'm ripped? <laughs> it's a little bit better. I don't know. When I'm, I have to tell them jokes all night to get them to laugh. Go what do you think? You, Sandra. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? I'm going to keep going. I'm going to be here all night, guys. So the, the, the point is, you know, I enjoyed it with my shirt. And I'm wearing, I'm holding a little sewing case that I made to carry our measuring tape and our scissors. By about week five, I hated it. Okay, because then when things got more complex. And does anyone here sew? 
So if you, I tried to make, <laughs> I tried to make, we had to make an apron. It was our assignment. You have to pull out like an instruction sheet that is like Ikea times a hundred, right? And then you have to go and you have to measure a thousand little pieces and cut. I found it the most tedious work ever, right? And I was just like, <gasps> but I had committed. So I was like, I'm going to finish this course. I finished it. I took home the, the cute camouflage colored apron <laughs> and I never signed up again. But the idea was I felt that pain of, you know what? I'm going to at least see the part I committed to till the end, right? It doesn't mean you have to stay with something forever, but it's this mentality of, you know, if you've committed to something, can you at least see it through? Does anybody have any examples like that? Not of corny t-shirts, but of something that you, uh, of something that maybe you, you know, committed to and then had a hard time following through with? Everything. Everything. I was going to say, I was going to say nothing, guys. <laughs> it gets tough, right? It gets tough for sure. Um, so what commitments matter to you? And again, the slides, this was gonna be cute. It was gonna pop up one at a time, which is like the extent of my technical skills. <laughs> so we're just gonna pretend, okay? The words are gonna pop up and you're gonna put your hands up if this is important to you. Nobody's looking at you, right? This is for you to just affirm it to God. So purity, is that if that's important to you, put your hand up. Eating healthy, does it matter or doesn't matter? Okay, the next word pops up, physical fitness. <laughs> Quiet time with God. Mindfulness and gratitude. Spending the time saying something you're grateful for. Commitment to your faith. Sharing your faith with others. All right, so you see how these words floated up here and you were able to take a moment and think, yeah, I want to commit to these, right? So, you know, a lot of times we are, the, the world is full of good intentions, right? People are like, I want to do this and New Year's resolutions and everything else, right? But something happens, right? So we're going to just talk about the barriers a little bit. So what are the barriers to commitment? What do you guys think? Why don't these things follow through? Everyone here said, you know, uh, you know, it matters to me to practice gratitude, to exercise, to eat well, to pray, to spend quiet time with God. Why doesn't that happen sometimes? You get tired. Get tired, for sure. Easy. Easy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you get busy. Mm -hmm. What else? Yeah, so, you know, we have all these good commitments, right? You know, we're like, okay, I'm going to pray and I'm going to spend time with God and I'm going to go to liturgy and I'm going to, you know, do this, this, and this, and then it doesn't happen. Why? What are some of the barriers or roadblocks to us following through their commitments? Not a priority, right? I think sometimes we think the, the black and white approach, like why they do it like 100% or we don't do it at all. Right. So it's like a perfectionist insight. Yeah. We don't, we don't accept the, not the best result. The great. Right, so, right. So like I can't do it well, so why bother, right? I either work out like a full workout or I don't do nothing at all. Mm -hmm. and to add to that, we find reasons to delay. Yeah. Yeah, just keep putting it off, right? Human nature, right, is to put off things that are difficult, right, and to gravitate to things that are easier. Guys, these are amazing. Prioritizing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we are busy with other stuff. Uh, we didn't uh, commit to that. Right. Right. It's really all about prioritizing. You know, sometimes whatever you committed to is not really high priority to you to, from the beginning. Right. 
So if you if your commitment is not a priority, then you're not gonna care. Like if working out to you hasn't been a priority and you haven't made it a habit, then it's not gonna work basically and, it, and you're never gonna it's not gonna be something that basically you really so that's that's the main reason just prioritizing working a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you guys ever done this icebreaker somewhere where they tell you, like, write down your top priorities, right? And you do it, and like, and on paper, it's really easy, right? It's like God, you know, family, you know, work, whatever, right? If you're in the States, it's country, you know, whatever it is, right? But, and then they'll say, where do you allocate your time? Right? And then if you've ever done that, or if you've looked at your schedule, your timeline, you'll find that, you know, based on that, it should be the majority of the time was God, right? Like that's the top priority, but it always doesn't shake out like that, right? And I'm absolutely guilty of that. I'll be like, God is everything to me. You know, and then sometimes I'm falling asleep because I'm doing my readings too late or just, you know, trying to get through. So, you know, really stopping and asking yourself, okay, so if these are where my priorities are, where's my time, right? Are they lining up? If not, what do I have to do to reset? So the barriers to commitment we talked about, you know, temptation, also sin, right? So dishonesty, you know, uh, sl sloth, you know, all of these types of things, right? Gluttony, um, busyness. And I once went to Mandarin with a bunch of Egyptians and a non-Egyptian, just speaking of like, you know, overabundance, right? And she just couldn't believe. She was like, but why? It's open buffet. Like, why the two plates? Why are they overflowing? You know, that kind of thing. So there's also... <laughs> it's after Siam, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to disappear. Mandarin's going to run out. But the idea is, you know, do we get in these, you know, these habits, right? Um, emotional and spiritual drought, right? So sometimes, you know, you've got the zest and sometimes you find that you're like in a spiritual, like, lull, right? They're just going through the motions. It can be easy to say, well, why bother? Instead of saying, you know what? I'm going to push through, right? I'm going to at least keep showing up and just asking God to change my heart. Sometimes past hurts and bitterness as well, right? So sometimes, you know, if we've been hurt, if we're feeling jaded, it's also uh, hard to continue being committed. Okay, so again, on this theme of, you know, commitment, let your yes be yes, I'm going to ask you guys some true or false questions. You guys look like you're, you know, um, ready to really engage, okay? So loud voices, hands up, you're going to say true or you're going to say false, ready? Um, number one, there's four questions. Commitment can lead to personal growth and a sense of purpose. True or false? True. That was really soft, guys. True or false? True. All right, all right, I like it, I like it. Number two, is it possible to be partially committed to something? No. Usually no. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, so, so no, right? This really flags, so I see this a lot, I work with a lot of patients that are trying to quit smoking. And a lot of times, you know, they're ready. And sometimes, very rarely, someone will come through the office that's like, half, right? They're like, my doctor says I should, you know, my partner's pressuring me, but they're not really committed to quitting, you know? And you can almost, and I've been doing this for decades now, can almost tell you this is not going to be successful in the long run, right? A lot of times they'll show up later and be like, okay, I'm ready. Like, I'm done with it. You know, my Belmonts are costing this much and this and that, and then that's different, right? But when people are just non-committal, it, it, it's not going to, this is not going to be enduring, right? So I would, I would strongly say, you know, you cannot be partially committed. Number three, a lack of commitment can lead to unfulfilled promises and broken trust. True. True, right? So this can be sabotaging to relationships. You're not showing up. You're not keeping your word, you know, and then people really take that as, okay, so I don't matter to you. You guys all said, right, we break commitments when it's not a priority, and that screams loud and clear in a relationship, whether romantic or friendship, 
Last, commitment to daily exercise routine allows for unlimited chocolate cake. True or false? <laughs> it's very false. It's very false. <laughs> My God. Unlimited chocolate cake. Oh, commitment to daily exercise. What percentage chocolate? <laughs> What percent? <laughs> Small amount of dark chocolate. You know, the funniest story my parents have about that when they lived in Ottawa, that's where I was born. My mom used to live, my mom Mervet used to live next door to this lady Soher, and they're both married to Nabil. So my dad and the other Nabil. And so while the, you know, the ladies were at home and they were, I don't know, knitting booties and nesting and stuff, the men were like, yes, we're going to get strong. Yalla ya Nabil, yalla ya Nabil, right? And they would go exercise, right? And then every single day, every day, they would come walking back with their ice cream cone from Dairy Queen that they walked to, right? And then after like three weeks, Nabil 1 says to Nabil 2, he's like, sorry, does everyone understand Arabic? Every day, you know, we're walking and like, I don't get it, you know? And then the wives were like, you know, you can't get ice cream every day. And they were like, but we exercised. So, they, so if they were here, they would have said, unlimited chocolate cake. Um, they're very cute. It's the reward for that. It's the, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Stewardship. So what is stewardship? This is your talents, right? So you have talents, every single one of you. Maybe you haven't discovered them yet. Maybe you haven't had time. But every single one of you has a unique, really, really special talent that only you can do with God's grace beautifully. Do you know what they are? So just think about that for a minute. You don't have to share if you, you know, don't want to, but really, like, do you know what they are? Because you have them with certainty. Um, you know, and then if, if, once you spend time isolating them, how can you share that with others? Maybe you're a good listener, right? Maybe people have told you that. You know, could you give a call to somebody that you haven't seen in a while, someone that was lonely, right? Maybe you're really good at, you know, whatever you do professionally, right? Could you maybe give a hand to maybe the newcomer, someone at church, whatever. I'm sure Abuna has a list of people that need help, right? <laughs> so the idea is, you know, how can you share these talents? Do you use your talents to give glory to God? Right, so this is huge too. So one of the things that comes up a lot, right, is how do you stay humble? Does anybody know what are your tricks? When we talk about talents, they usually will come up in like Sunday school lessons and things like that, right? You wanna, you know, know your talents and you wanna use them, how do you stay humble? Judge hmm? yourself more. What's that? Judge yourself. Judge yourself more, okay. What else? Be thankful. You always have to remember that God is talent the source of God's grace and you're God's instrument so that's for me I remind myself all the time yeah I'm good at this I'm good at this but uh, sometimes it takes a lot to get to that stage so it just it's practice to kind of keep telling yourself that uh, because when you don't know be qualified and then simple as being saying hey I'm, I'm better than these people or whatever but you're, you're not like nobody I love that. So, and could you guys all hear? I know there's like a vent that comes on and, and comes off. So, so, yeah. So. You did. So basically, exactly right, right? Remembering that God gave you everything, right? You can't control it. Whatever talent you have could be gone in a minute, right? So knowing that God gave it to you and you are the instrument. I, I heard it once. It was really nicely put. It was like, you know, when you're putting up pictures, the hammer never stops and says like, hey, I put up a picture, right? The hammer is the instrument that's being used, um, you know, to, to, to do the work, right? So that's that's us essentially, right? We say, God, you know, use me and any, anything good that comes out of my mouth is from you.
You guys all know, if it comes from me, it's corny, corny jokes. And I've still got a few for you, don't you worry. Um, <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about boundaries. Has anybody read the book Boundaries? What do you think of it? So good, right? If you haven't read the book Boundaries, it's a very good book. And there's a series like Boundaries for Relationships and Boundaries for, for all kinds of things. Um, boundaries are really important, especially in this day and age where, you know, who does anybody else work in healthcare? So how much Yeah. Yeah. So how much how much burnout are we seeing, right? overwhelming, right? Like it's to the point where the healthcare system cannot support everybody who's got insomnia, who's got anxiety, who's got depression, substance abuse is through the roof. We're doing urine drug screens like nonstop, right? So, you know, people are struggling, there's no doubt. You know, part of it is, you know, we're taking on too much, we're too busy, there's no self-care, too much social media. We could go on for days, right? But the idea is for us to be aware that we need to set boundaries and we need to have margins. So Father Anthony has a really nice, um, uh, out of Washington, has a really nice podcast. If anyone, does anyone like podcasts? Um, it's called Busy, Busy, Busy. And he basically talks about it in his like lighthearted, um, you know, animated way that basically, you know, we need to have margin. You can't be constantly stuffing your days and your limits, right? So go through. And a lot of you guys mentioned about priority, right? So prioritize your stuff, filter out what doesn't need to be there and get comfortable with saying no. Honoring your priorities, it preserves your mental and your emotional health. Um, is self-care selfish? No. So we'll be really, really clear on that. So self-care is actually the most unselfish thing you can do because you cannot pour from an empty cup, right? So if you're not caring for, now that doesn't mean I'm gonna be like, sorry guys, I can't come do a talk. I'm at the spa all month, right? So self-care doesn't have to be bubble baths and pedicures. Sure, those are nice, but self-care can be as simple as what? Reading, Reading. yeah, what else? Yeah, prayer, actually. Prayer. Sometimes you're for sure. For sure. What else? What's that? More naps. Yeah, you know, getting off the electronics, right? Um, you know, uh, prioritizing your, your food, taking a walk, gratitude, all of these things. So self-care is really, really important. And I have a lady who is face planted on her desk with a battery sign, like low and on red. All right. So to prevent burnout, well, how can you prevent it? So we've identified, so we have just like maybe just a couple more slides and then you guys are gonna do your breakout sessions. How can we prevent burnout? We've identified it, we said burnout sucks, right? Okay, you're not good to anyone, yourself or anyone else if you burnt out, what can you do? Say it again? Yeah, absolutely, take a step back. Very good. Time management. Last week's session, identify, time management. Identify your limits. Identify your limits, for sure. For sure, right? So set clear boundaries, it sounds like you guys are saying, right? Prioritize your self-care, so stress reduction, hydration, movement, hobbies, gratitude, prayer, and nature. Uh, realistic deadlines. Learn to say no. Does anyone have a hard time with saying no? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I remember once, you know, struggling with this, um, you know, and saying to, to my father of confession, actually, um, you know, well, you know, what about the verse that says, you know, anyone that asks of you give and, you know, so forth. And I really have a hard time with that. Right. And so I think, you know, the best answer that was given to me was, you know, absolutely, you know, like give what you can and when you can, you know, but acknowledge that you have to 
you have to heal, you have to be well, you have to kind of, you know, do that self-care. Mother Teresa will always say your first ministry is here and your family and, you know, kind of outward, right? So understanding, you know, how you can do that and you know learning to defer i would love to help you you know is there another way you know i can't physically come now can i do it later you know all kinds of ways to still support but respect your boundaries does anyone have anything they want to add to that so as Christians specifically, you want to leave here, you know, and maybe in your breakout session, you guys are going to chat with each other. We're going to mix your groups up. Um, what commitments matter? Would you say pursuing a personal relationship with God matters? Living Christian values and virtues, taking care of your mental health, physical exercise, right? Nutrition, wellness. Our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit, right? Um, and now we are going to move into our call to action. So you guys have, you know, we've talked from the beginning to the end of why your yes should be yes, right? The importance of commitment, the importance of integrity, what the barriers can be, how to watch out for them. So and we've also done our fun icebreakers. So I'm going to uh, come around and just, you know, number you off and you guys will just divide into a couple of groups and you're going to answer these things. What are three commitments that you would like? One to three. You can pick one. Big two, big three. Commitment, at least one you'd like to focus on this month. What are some obstacles you can foresee? And how do you think you can manage them? Okay, and what would be the benefits and blessings of this commitment? Ready? All right, so we'll, we'll number you guys off. How many groups do you think, Abuna? Four? Yeah, four would be good. Good size groups? Okay. So one, two, three, four. Can you guys find different corners? Like over there, like one there, two there, three there, and four there. Yeah. Doing. Are we uh, are we ready to uh, get together? All right, guys. Thank you. We're gonna get everybody to move back. We'll get everyone to move back to that side, but with your group. Okay. So can you guys go take a row together or two rows? Everyone's gonna move over there with their groups. Yeah. Just so we're not yelling across the church. Or do you guys want to stay here? I was going to say, can we move? Do you guys want to move back? Or do you want to just stay? move back? Okay, let's move back. Can everybody move back with your group? Get everybody move back, but stay with your group so you can share together. We'll get everybody to move back. Guys, we'll get everybody to move back close together, but stay with your group, okay? All right, good job, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fatty and Marina, bring it. <laughs> All right, good job, guys. I saw some really good engagement. Yeah, with your group. With your group. So we saw some really good engagement, some really good conversations happening. So good job, guys. So from group one, which one was group one? Wave, that was you guys. You guys want to share 
one uh, one challenge. Oh, and I'll share something, sorry, something that I was talking about with Abuna just during the break that's important to mention, I think is, what do you guys think about the idea of commitment and graduality? Do you find that that's a helpful way? So instead of, you know, I'm gonna commit to this and I'm gonna go just full tilt versus, you know, I'm gonna commit to, I'll read my Bible, you know, three minutes a day or you know I will go for the workout but maybe I can commit to two times a week for now and then go from there what do you guys think bring it down exactly That's right. And I think one of my previous talks here, we did SMART goals. I can't remember what it was about. Do you guys remember? So it's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timed, right? So instead of like, I'm just going to eat better, right? It would be, you know what? I'm going to pack vegetables, you know, in my lunch three days this week, right? So very specific, very manageable, and very instead of like the blanket statements. So. Very good point, guys. Thank you for bringing it up, Abuna. It was really important. So group one is going to go. So um, I'll, I'll pick number three because it kind of encompasses everything, kind of. So we you know, just study and reading, and the reason I'm picking that is because I'll use the example of, of quiet time, and we have a hard time basically committing to quiet time and reading the Bible. So uh, our version of graduality in that basically is that you can switch to maybe like audiobooks until you get basically to the point where you know, you're you're more able to read and sit and focus on actually reading. Um, that's one way. What a good what a good idea. Yeah, like I downloaded the Bible because I hate reading with a passion. So I downloaded the Bible with audio Bible so I try to listen to it more often. So you can listen to it in the car or you while having a walk. I mean same thing with the sermon, right? Sometimes it's just harder for us to focus on that. So it's it's a way of making use of your time without if you're just gradually working your way into something so you do not, you know, waste your time. Yeah. Great example. I found recently with the Bible app too that you can certain versions you can play it, like instead of read it too. So listening to it can be helpful or sharing a plan with someone. That's so great, guys. Good job, group one. Group two. Who's group two again? Yes. What did you what was one that you guys can share? Um, one Mm. Sure, however you like to share, as much as you like to share, the so better. There were a few commitments that we uh, came up with. One was spending more time with God, uh, reading the Bible more, uh, going to the gym and being healthy, which I think was basically all of us. Going to the gym came up in every group I walked around to, I think. <laughs> um, and then focus more on work. <laughs> okay, what barriers? So the barriers that were mentioned were time being busy, um, feeling tired, uh, especially even after work. Um, for the gym, it was fitari food. <laughs> no, not the fitari food, the desserts. <laughs> <laughs> the sweets. Exactly. Um, uh, and then two more, uh, inability to do something or, or be uh, procrastinating from the feeling of being overwhelmed. Mm. Uh, from the uh, from the, the, the commitment, um, and then lastly was the goal. 
uh, social media, mm -hmm. uh, catching up with messages throughout the day that you kind of miss or uh, that you're unable to respond to um, when you're going through your busy day. So some of the strategies that we mentioned were making a schedule and sticking to it. Scheduling, right? Uh, this was mentioned to prioritize it, but I think when we spoke about it, we, we really said like to actually prioritize it. Actually. Not to say that it's a priority and then not yeah. to actually make it a priority to push ourselves. Um, and one of the best I think, strategies we came up with was either turning off the phone or putting it on Do Not Disturb. Do Not Disturb. I do that all the time. Does anybody else do that? Put their phone on like do not disturb, disconnect it from your smartwatch, put it in the other room. Yeah, that's so good. And you feel like you feel like our, our team psychologists will tell you your cognitive load gets overloaded with like the blue light, the pineal gland, everything that's going on. It actually increases your stress, that constant like have to respond to this. This email came through this, you know, so those breaks are really good. And if you guys, some of us are connected on Instagram. I did a whole post on how, you know, how harmful the cell phone is right when you wake up and why and certain strategies as well so I think one of the biggest things for that is just kind of disconnecting from this virtual world Back the, real world. the real world some celebrity just posted I can't remember his name but it was on some mental health thing that I follow and he said basically you know I've discontinued you know for this month I've disconnected my Instagram and my Twitter because I'm realizing that I just my ability to like read a book or go for a walk or even interact with the people around me is just diminishing because I'm constantly you know uh, on it so I thought that was pretty admirable thank you for sharing group two good job group three that where are you guys at? That's you guys, right? All right. So lack of time being busy for exercise, yeah? Not. Amazing. So yeah, you didn't hear? Okay. So their, their group, group three, was talking about exercise. And the barriers were, you know, lack of time, it's late, I'm tired, I'm not motivated, I'm not enjoying it. So they had some great strategies about, you know, find a partner to go with, find an accountability partner, get some headphones, you know, get some music, find, you know, an activity that you like. And actually the research shows that good music can improve your athletic performance by at least 20%. So, you know, whether it's lyrics or not, that kind of repetitive, uh, you know, downbeat can be helpful too. And people use it for children with like um, uh, movement disabilities, you know, and they're trying to teach them like how to catch and how to throw. There's a whole thing about music therapy. So thanks for bringing it up. That's a good one too. Excellent work, guys. Group four. Where this is group four, right? All right. What was your challenge, guys? Losing weight was the challenge, and the barriers. Food. <laughs> Like I once asked a bodybuilder, because uh, they get down to crazy weights. Yeah. And I said, uh, 
said, how do you do it? How do you cut? And she said, honestly, chicken and sadness. Chicken and sadness? <laughs> chicken and sadness. That's what the bodybuilders did. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, chicken and sadness. It's, I feel like that's, that's pretty much what you have to go Very sad. That'd be very sad. <laughs> okay, so that's the so that's the uh, barrier, the struggle, right? That it's like lack of food and it's depressing. And did you guys have any strategies of like how that can be more manageable? Right. No. So that they great. The same theme came up about kind of slow and steady wins the race type of thing, right? The gra graduality and and then not being not being overly aggressive. It's not sustainable. The misunderstanding is that I want to lose weight, but no, you want to put on muscles so you can lose weight. Right. Right. Are you guys leaving? Yeah, every every one pound of fat that's converted to muscle is three times more metabolically active, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so great job, guys. Give yourselves a big hand. The four groups nailed it. All right. Um, and so, you know, just the closing sort of thoughts are do it for God, right? So whatever you do, whatever you commit to, you know, work heartily as for the Lord and not for man right so Colossians 3 23 so with all of these examples right whether it was prayer whether it's I want to work out God I want to you know serve you you've gifted me with this body right like help me take care of it help me you know serve you and so forth um, you are not alone on this journey you are not alone on this journey you want to foster accountability and support with your Christian community and pray for one another so that's, that's it, we'll uh, close in prayer. I did have, I know you guys, the slides aren't working. I did leave my email and my Instagram if you guys had any further questions or wanted handouts about anything we talked about. The email is sandra.tadros at hotmail.com. The Instagram handle is stg underscore wellness. Um, and that's it. Does anyone have any other questions? Good, all right, so maybe we'll just close with a prayer. Thank Good job, guys. Thank you, Sandra. My pleasure. Thank you, Sandra. My pleasure. Um, you have a